Hello and welcome to episode 24 of the Cadaver Lab Podcast. I'm Mike. And I am Sam the Horror Whore. <laughs> what, what do you say that, man? My gosh, I was just, I cannot believe. I have been inundated this week. Like, I'm obsessed with horror movies all of a sudden. Nothing wrong with that, man. Well, the funny thing is, is this episode is to pop my cherry, right? A little, uh... You know, we're going to watch... Wait, is that is that exactly what we're going to... Well, I, I was actually... No, I figured that was kind of the theme. I didn't know if we wanted to be so crass well, about it. you know, I, 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 that's really kind of what it is. We took that list and yep. picked some movies All right, from th- it. we're going with it. Okay, all right. Since when have we been worried about uh, being gross or any... Up mine. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. not, yeah. Did I you guess just say, yeah, doing. up yours? No, no, you, I did not. You're a jerk. <laughs> no, but I, oh, I, have been, I have been buying... I found a disc, couple of discount stores where I can find and they have some pretty decent movies that they put up and i can get for like two or three bucks uh-huh. so i have bought so many movies i've been watching movies like crazy and watching buffy the vampire slayer i mean i've just been every spare minute has been either watching horror movies or getting ready for the podcast or listening to other podcasts dude that's a way to live yeah no kidding huh it's <laughs> awesome now welcome to my world for the last 10 years except well, for the podcast the part. only thing is you start looking around and you look at people like that that dumbass is a werewolf <laughs> <laughs> that, that shithead's a good. I bet that's a zombie right you, there. You know what? Yeah, more more. What I think of more of that dude. That guy, I think, could kill some people. That guy. <laughs> that guy's probably holding a lot of shit in, and he's gonna pop, and he's gonna kill somebody. Oh, or uh, or I think about dude. That guy would get his ass kicked by a zombie. Yeah, or something like that. You know. It just it's it's in your thoughts all the time. Uh-huh. So that's good. I yeah, I saw some really disturbing. Stuff this week, yeah. What was it, Mum and Dad? Mum and Dad. That was wow. that was a recommendation from Biggie Dubs. Well, Biggie Dubs, you are He's a twisted, sick mother. Twisted that that show. You know, Inside is overly graphic and really bad, but this was just just it was just disturbing. It was either Biggie Dubs or Doctor Smirnoff. I I know right. it was a, a Brit. I've seen it a couple. Of, I mean, anyway. I've seen it mentioned a couple of times right. in the same breath as Inside. Wow, wow, that. I'll tell you what. Let me just sum up one little part. When they walk in, when the mom and the kids and the slave come the walking slave? in, well, the girl they kidnapped this girl to become their house slave. Nice. When they walk in on the dad with his bare butt on the chair screwing something, and it turns out to be a piece of flesh that the jizz runs down, and uh, they show a close up of it. Uh, that's when I knew. That's when. That's when I knew that this movie uh, was absolutely out of out of out of bounds. I haven't seen it yet, so wow. We're, I, but I'm definitely going to have to, apparently. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, so. by the way, Dr. Smirnoff's going to start writing for writing for uh, the, the Cadaver Lab. Oh, uh, sweet. He's going to have his own little weekly section, just because we're, you know, give people something to read on their way to the forums. Oh, that's good. That's cool. great. Anyway, so uh, is, there, is there anything you want to start the show with? Anything you, you wanted to mention? Any ED checks, things you like know, that? I, there is one thing. I Stephen Thompson <gasps> over at Just Another... Uh, effing movie podcast. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna because I've really been on a tear. I'm gonna stop saying the f word. Um, he was kind enough to do a little. Well, I don't think it was research, but he sent over a picture to me of a hermaphrodite midget. Yeah. So I pulled this thing up, and I'm like, and so I, I wrote back. I'm like, Stephen, I can't believe that you just found one picture that that engrossed like and enveloped everything that we had talked about in an episode. I, I just didn't think that stuff was out there. So Stephen proceeds to write back and tells me, Oh, I wasn't really looking for any other reason that my wife asked me to go looking for midget porn. That is like, one thing <laughs> my wife has never asked me for. <laughs> me, wow. Me I'm like, really? That is a, an interesting relationship. So. You know what is so funny? Okay, so I'm listening to David the Cheap and Dirty podcast. 
it was a couple of episodes ago. It might be three now. I think he just barely pulled it out. But it was one where he was talking about Mr. Vengeance. But Stephen calls up. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever listened to Dave, but he's very, he, he has a very good, you know, radio voice. And, he you know, he's very intelligent. He, you know, he doesn't freak out and, and wheeze as he laughs or anything <laughs> like that. But, uh, um, but Stephen calls him up and was just, having an intellectual discussion, you know, on the, you know, made an MP3 form. And I was like, what is that? Is that our Steve? Is that our Steven? What the, you know, the thing is though, is, is, uh, for every bit of a dumbass we are, Dave is, is like the antithesis. He's that cool. So whatever. Yeah. He's actually the one that's getting together our Wikipedia page and he's, he's moving forward on that, which I'm really excited about. He's also on Twitter. And you know, I need to get on. I've that. been on to you know. I, I've only signed up three or four days ago, and I'm I'm kind of addicted. I mean, I hate to be a really? big dork about it, but I've always got a little Twitter widget while I'm at work. You know, well, do you have to invite people? Well, no, you don't. You, well, there there are settings. It's, it's kind of thing. You know what? And I didn't really understand what it was. I thought you go up there and and you were supposed to say what you what you did. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, you you can do that. But I was like, who gives a shit about what I'm doing right. right now? But the thing is, it's more of a bullshit session, you know, between, you know, just the people who you kind of friend up with. Anyways, huh. uh, Twitter.com slash Mike Cadaver Lab. Okay. It's fun. Yeah, I signed up for it just really quickly going and saying, hey, here's my email address. But I thought it was just, hey, here's what you're doing. And I, I didn't have time to, to put it onto my BlackBerry. But yeah. I'm going to go research it. That uh, it's sounds fun. pretty cool. Plus, I put a link up to my page on there on the mm-hmm. site and i actually made a button for you okay but because I, I figured you'd eventually yeah. get on so i'll put it on okay so once i click that it'll open up your page on there and then they can follow and, and oh, all cool. that stuff should be pretty fun yeah anyway let's see what else we got oh i want to apologize to everybody for how long it took me to approve uh forum accounts again damn it <laughs> <laughs> gee i you know i used to get an email for everyone who set up but i turned that off because i get so many spam people you know, signing up on emails all the time and it's pissing me off. And I still get a few, you know, quite a few spam setting up, but or, uh, people signing up. But I forgot. I always forget to get on there and add the real people. So I apologize. I'm. It's me being a dumbass and lazy. It's drama to send you a reminder. You know, I'm gonna actually put something in my Google Calendar that will text me once a day. I'll go on there and make sure to do that. So anyway. I also want to thank a few people for playing our promo, like Vaughn and Bone and the Bone Bat Show played it, and uh, we appreciate it. You know, for everyone who's played it, you know that this was this has just been really recently, but uh, it's weird to hear me on another <laughs> podcast. <laughs> you know, but anyway. So speaking of the Bone Bat guys, me and Steve and Gord kicked some zombie balls in last. Oh, night. did you? Left for dead. Yeah, we played. Uh, Let's see, we played Jeff from It Came From The Basement and a guy on Pinto Gigante podcast and uh, a buddy of theirs. And it was so fun. We were really? kicking their balls in. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. That, that game is so fun. I wish I could play it more often. Anyways, uh, anything else you want to just kind of... Let's just get into it. want to get into I'm it. I'm excited. This is a good episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, I think we're going to have some fun with this one. We. Uh, oh, by the way, I mentioned one, I forgot one thing. I picked up the DVD... His name was Jason, which is a, a documentary on all of the Friday the 13th. Oh, really? I watched it, and it was actually really interesting. It was weird to see how people have gotten older, you know, and stuff like that. But it just makes you want to go out and buy all the shit again. You can go out and buy all these unrated versions of them. I don't know if they're worth it. So, I don't know. Somebody let us know if you've gotten those new versions of the Friday the 13th. 
let us know if it's worth purchasing because I've just bought a box set not too long ago. Uh, maybe what? a couple years. I've just barely. I have one through eight, and I got them at that discount store. Did you? Did you individual. buy it in one? No, they're all individual. Oh really? Yeah. No, so these ones. These ones came out real recently, and on the cover, it's kind of like one of those mirage things or whatever. Oh you call no, them. I don't. No. I don't have those. Yeah, those are brand new, and I hmm. don't know if all eight are out yet. Hmm. But uh, yeah, they claim that there's new scenes and stuff like that. I, I'd like hmm. to get a review on those before I go out and buy it. Because, but I'm going to be a dumbass and probably buy them anyway. If if you know, if I can get like ten extra seconds in you know Friday Thirteenth <laughs> Part Two or some stupid. Do we know anything about what's going to happen with this new Friday the Thirteenth? A couple of people have already seen it, like at screenings, things like that, and I've heard good things, and I've heard, eh, you know. Yeah. But I, I've no, I really have no, I haven't really been keeping up with stuff lately. Well, I just figured they're not going to go back to the how the first one ends. Well, no, I, it's not that at all. Basically, I mean, there's a full fledged Jason in it. I mean, yeah. it, hockey mask and all. I mean, it's. I think basically what I heard actually on this documentary I watched last night, one guy said that it's like Friday Thirteenth Part One through Four kind of the best of them all smashed oh, into a movie so we'll okay. see i don't know i took i took friday off and i'm gonna go see that during the day nice so i don't have to deal with punk asses at night oh my gosh i just dealt with that at the uninvited oh yeah oh my gosh that was wow that was yeah, it, it's that kind of movie though that's oh. the worst like pg-13 horror movies I little girls talking to themselves out of being scared and oh so oh, yeah. annoying. irritating everybody here knows it. i don't need oh, yeah. to get into it <laughs> anyway uh, anyway, so let, well, let's just get right into voicemails because we got a lot of them. We got some more. I want to be Sam and you. So, oh, you know, while while we're talking about that, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention that. Uh, remember, you can send in the. I want to be what? What did we call it again? I want to imitate be, Sam. Uh, yeah, that I, I want to be Sam. I can't remember. Impersonate Sam. Anyway, I am Sam. That no. uh, <laughs> that's that uh, <laughs> contest that is has a vague name. But uh, uh, up through Friday, so let's see, in the next couple of days, I'm going to put up a widget or somewhere, a page on the site where you can go in and vote. I'll put up all the MP3s, and you can go and listen, and you can vote for which one you like best. And, uh, and remember, great prize package only goes to number one because you know what? Number two is the first loser. That's right. And the other good thing is when I'm sick or I'm out on a business trip, we can call on that person <laughs> to step in and step up. So that's good. That's a great idea. <laughs> the problem is we'd probably replace you. Well, that was that rude. That sucks, That man. was rude. All right. Let's we get already in. did that once. We did? With Paul. Paul. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's uh, not talk about that. Yeah. Hey, Mike or Sam. This is uh, Jason from Syracuse. Uh, first time calling in, but uh, I actually played some Left 4 Dead with you, Mike, a couple uh, weeks ago. Um, just calling in, I heard a voicemail last week on the show saying uh, <clears throat> about the whole vagina, penis, monster, they need to have more penis monsters, whatever. Uh, just didn't know if you guys ever heard of the movie Pervert. Um, it's a throwback to... Uh, uh, the director's name escapes me, the one that made Faster Pussycat Kill Kill and, like, Beyond the Valley of Dolls and whatnot, so. Um, it's a throwback to that director, and it's got the porn star Mary Carey in it, and, uh, <clears throat> in, there's, people keep dying in the movie, and in the end, you pretty much come to find out that it's the guy's penis that's killing everyone, he, like, jumps off of his body at night and goes and kills people, and, uh, Kind of a crazy movie. It'd be definitely cool if you guys could check that out. But, uh, yeah, dude, 
just love the show. Keep on keeping on. All right, guys, later. I actually have that movie. Wow. (laughs) It's a little claymation wiener jumping around. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I just kind of looked through it for whatever. So I haven't actually sat and watched the whole thing because I'm sure the plot is really deep. And, uh, yeah, I have no idea. But I did watch one part where there was a claymation wiener. You know what? And that's great. You know what? We're being equal opportunity. Yeah. Here. You know? Right, right. Because that's scary. Yeah. That's almost as scary as a vag with teeth. <laughs> not the way you no. described it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's that was Jason from SRS Cinema. If you ever listen to Midnight Podcast, he's always supplying him with sweet action DVDs and stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Hey, Sam and Mike. This is Johnny from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I was calling to say that I've uh, been really enjoying the show lately. It's actually taken me a while to get uh, get to like a horror podcast because most of them are really shitty, but you guys are spot on. Uh, I usually agree with you guys most of the time. I think you were really dead on with all eight of the Hellraiser movies. Uh, Repo, you guys were awesome. I disagree about the Bill Mosley thing. I think he, I think he fit in pretty well in the Repo movie. Um, and you guys might check out, uh, he has a band with Buckethead called the Cornbugs, and the whole, all five of their albums, Bill Mosley sings, but he sings as the character Chop Top from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, so it's really not great, but it's awesome, you know, if you're a horror fan and you just want to hear some really goofy-ass songs, it's really pretty good. Um, I would like to see more uh, Argento movies on the show. I know you guys, uh, during your uh, public domain show, you talked about Deep Red a little bit, and you did a, you did uh, Mother of Tears. But, uh, you know, maybe something like Tenebrae, or, uh, you know, he did a movie a couple years ago called Sleepless that was, it was really underrated. It was probably one of his best movies. But, uh, no, I uh, was just calling to let you guys know that feel like I found, finally found a show I can listen to, you know, and uh, at work, too. You know, it's not very often that I can turn on something at work and listen to it while I work and not be pissed off. A lot of uh, other horror podcasts tend to, uh, they tend to be angry, especially I will listen to another show, and uh, they tend to get really pissed off about the genre, and uh, you guys are pretty, pretty funny and pretty uh, good at what you do, so I really like that. But, uh, I was going to give Sam a hard time about, uh, sh- uh, in the last episode, he talked about how he really liked Shia LaDouche, but, uh, you know, to each his own. I uh, I don't like him, but that's because uh, of his personal affairs. It's not because of his acting or anything. But uh, anyway, I'm kind of rambling on here. I just wanted to say good job, guys, and uh, I love the show. Looking forward to episode 24. Just so everybody's clear, because we got another voicemail <laughs> that we will play in a minute, bringing up Shia LaDouche. Oh, really? Really? And uh, this is Sam only. (laughs) You know, Johnny was like, oh, you know, I don't like him. That's because of a personal thing. I think he sucks a ball sack at acting. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why we Listen, and that's fine. But I still, I will, I happen to enjoy that guy in in the movies that he's in. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to take a donkey punch from him or anything. But I just... (laughs) But you would too. No, I would not. But I, I happen to like his movies. Wait, 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 wait. Would you engage in that activity if there were no donkey punch involved? I'd have to think about that. No, no, <laughs> shit. No, but he's got some pretty decent stuff. I'm, I'm, Name one. Constantine. 
Mm. Name another. Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh my gosh, he should get. I you like should it. be donkey punching him for that movie. I, I listen. I there's room in my heart for a lot of people. Listen, and he happens to be a guy that I just I enjoy. He was in his a movies. movie. He was in a movie with CGI baboons. Which one was that? That was the Kingdom of the Suck Ass Skull. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate. I didn't movie. like Eagle Eye very much. Transformers I didn't was see good. Eagle Eye. You know what? You know what? I hate to admit it, but there was one show. That, I, that he was in that I liked. I can't remember what it was called. It was the one where he got grounded or house arrested. Disturbia. Disturbia. Yeah, no, nah, he was... See, and I think I Do watched... you want to know why I like Disturbia, though? Why? It's because the guy, the bad guy, I can't remember... I don't know what his name is, but It's Kane Hodder's twin. twin. I, it is. It's, he looks like Kane Hodder with, like, gray hair. Yeah. That guy's in every... I swear that guy's in every military and yes. badass movie. But, yeah. But I, I can't believe I don't know his name. But that guy was is cool. But that's yeah. why I like that show, is him. Anyway. All right. That's enough time on that guy, Shia. But he had some good points. You know, Dari- Dario Argento. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to that voicemail that I, you know, we really appreciate. Glad that you're liking the, the, the podcast. We did that whole show on Dario Argento, and we just kind of branched out. But I think we'll you come know, back and... the thing and- is, is I freaking love Dario Argento. Yeah. And the thing is, is he, he has so many great movies. We talked about three. There are, I don't know, those three are pretty... I mean, they're representative of his work, but there's so much stuff out there that mm-hmm. if you if that's the only three that you've seen, then you you haven't seen hardly anything. The thing is, I don't I, with the show. I don't want to do too many repeat right, things and that's yet. what I was gonna say. Or and I also don't want to do anything. I also like if so if another. I know that we're not the only podcast. I know there are people out there that listen to all sorts of what I think are awesome podcasts, and um, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to get. Right on their ta- like mm-hmm. on their toes with, you know, the same subjects and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like Dave, I, I mentioned Dave again from the Cheap and Dirty Heat, like two, three episodes ago. The one, the one I was talking about earlier, he did a show called um, Mr. Vengeance, which is a let me see, I have it written in a Chan Wu Park movie. There's a trilogy. It's called like the, I mean referred to as the Vengeance trilogy. It has it has three movies that we've actually been talking about it on the forums a bit. Uh, with sympathy for Mr. Vengeance, Old Boy, and then sympathy for Lady Vengeance. I really want to do that, but I don't want to. You know, I don't want to do it so soon after he just did his. No, and I think that's and that's where there's a delicate balance there. I mean, we're we're bringing some things that we want to talk about that are different than what some of those other podcasts are talking about. Right. So, I mean, I've seen Tenebrae. I thought it was I thought it was good, and there's a lot of phenomena. I haven't so seen I, you know, I haven't seen some of those other ones. We but should we should do that. You know what we should yeah. do that here within the next few yeah. episodes. So we appreciate that. Sam, Mike, this is Apocalypse Dan. I have a very important message for you. I know you guys like to say love your junk. Well I have to say, don't trash the stash, dude. I was born in Chicago and everyone in that great city is born with a lip warmer. Well at least all the red blooded American males. And just because Shia LaBeouf doesn't have one doesn't mean you guys should be trashing on it. I just want you to know it's every man's right to have a soup strainer or a lady tickler. You shouldn't uh, downgrade that at all. Very important message. That uh, that mustache will keep you warm during the zombie apocalypse. Apocalypse Dan, signing out. Listen, I, as of this moment, because you're not the only one that has said that, I'm going to back off my statements, and I'm going to wear a mustache on my pubes. <laughs> oh, Just kidding. No. No. No, I'm going to get off the case because there's there's quite a few people to wear them. But I'll get off I'll get off uh, people's case about mustache. Listen, you know what? I want to make sure everyone knows too that although I do not wear a mustache, I probably wouldn't ever wear just a mustache. This was Sam's rant. Don't say Sam. And, and that's Mike. the thing, man. I'm taking so much shit for just being honest with you guys. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
What's up, sheep herders? Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> it's me, Vaughn. Um, yeah. Last episode, last two episodes, fucking fantastic. Keep it going. The whole thing with Adam and Lilith, yes, I was told that as a child by my grandmother, the whole Lilith thing, that uh, she would come and, you know, kill your firstborn, and my grandmother was very happy that I survived. Even though if you meet you know, some of my family, they, they would um, gladly say, uh, why? Yeah, the car driving. Uh, yeah. But besides that, yeah, my grandmother's a big person into that. Even though she wasn't Jewish, she was heavily Catholic, but she was Irish. It was probably something that she learned when she was a kid. I don't know. I I don't really know. Um, yeah. How's uh, the Flight Academy Award thing going, huh? Did you guys record it yet? Because <laughs> uh, you have to get it here by Wednesday. <laughs> oh, uh, I don't have an invitation of uh, Sam because. I don't know. I don't, I can't really interpret um, puppets very well. But I can't do that kind of voice, you know. My name is Sam. Hi. I'm such a noob. The gingivitis. Uh, my junk got stuck underneath the toilet bowl seat. Yeah. I don't know. I'm rambling. I just wanted to call you guys and uh, give you guys a, a solid. And the fact that I keep getting uh, ripped apart by Mike on uh, Twitter... Um, makes me want to phone you guys and just ramble for five or six seconds, minutes, hours, whatever, until the thing hangs up on me. Uh, yeah, well, whatever. I uh, can't wait to hear your next episode. If you guys want any kind of films that are interesting, you know, you guys can give me an email. I'll send you stuff that I haven't reviewed. I want to send you guys Tokyo Zombie. I'm going to review it on this week's show, but I want to get your, your, uh, your take on it and the fact that it's going to be released uh, legitimately on DVD. I want to hear you guys talk about it. Because you guys are going to do a zombie episode at some point, and it'd be great to hear uh, you guys talk about a Japanese zombie film. Uh, whatever. You guys know my email address. Email me. This is Vaughn. I'm out, bitches. Later. Man, Vaughn was smoking something before he called. Hey, Vaughn, I got great news, man. I really thought you were doing my imitation the whole time you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> so we are twins, brothers from another mother. So yeah. that's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if I should put that up as one of the entries, or if I should just say, or if, he, if his big intention was just to uh, mock you. You know what's funny about that is we're gonna have to start calling him uh, bipolar Vaughn because he started off so excited. <laughs> Wait, what's the motherfucking bitch? Yeah, it's me, Vaughn. <laughs> so I thought that was awesome. Thanks for calling in. Yeah. By the way, we have not done our Splat Academy yet. Because we want to be the last, the biggest procrastinators out there, but we'll have it in on time by today. That's right. We're we're gonna we're gonna record something. Did those bitches from Splatter Academy did they, or from the Splattercast? Did they tell you to give us a call and check up on us? Dude, <laughs> I'll kill those mothers. Just <laughs> no, yeah, Vaughn. You know what the thing is? Is he he offered to send us over some movies and whatnot? Yeah, heck yeah. Vaughn yeah. comes up with the most the, with the wildest shows. That's where we found. In trails of a beautiful oh, woman and all those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's always he's doing. Uh, you know, he finds movies that I've never heard of, which is weird because I watch a lot of really shitty movies. But, yeah, uh, I'm not saying all oh, it's a shitty. I'm just saying, you know, my standards aren't that high, so I'll watch anything. Anyway, yeah, send them over. Hey, Mike and Sam, this is Justin from Honolulu, Hawaii. I started listening to your show from plugs from other podcasts, etc. and GS. AMP, uh, you guys are too funny. I find myself embarrassed listening to you guys in uh, transit, uh, particularly Sam's blood donation visit. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Uh, the girl next to me 
on the bus. She actually uh, kept staring at me until she moved seats. Uh, yeah, I had to change what I was listening to then. But anyways, keep up with the great podcast, and I look forward to your next show. Thanks. Bye. You're embarrassed listening to the podcast? I'm. How do you think it is for us? I had to hide my Facebook profile <laughs> just so my family wouldn't know I even did this. <laughs> it's Man. that's funny. You're not the only one that said that we've uh, we've got we've had you uh, laughing so hard that uh, you've had weird looks on the bus. So I, you know, I we appreciate I'm, that. Though. We that appreciate awesome that, but uh, sorry, we're embarrassing you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll just add you to the list of our parents, our families, our coworkers. Yeah, are all embarrassed. And by the us. funny thing is, is this stuff that I talk about. It really, honestly, happens. So I mean, it's 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 too funny. <laughs> Man, thanks a lot for the thing. And by the way, screw you for being in Honolulu, Hawaii. We oh. watched the Pro Bowl last week, and it looked nice and sunny. Oh man, it is freezing here. Yeah, I'm jealous. No, heck yeah. Sorry about the screw you. You were so nice to us. <laughs> I let my jealousy overtake and my emotions. Hey, Sam, it's Ronnie James Dio. And you compared me to Moby. I hate that song. Listen, I did not say that Moby was Dio. There were two songs, I think, on there. Yeah, there were. Or, and so, you know, one of them sounded like Moby. I, I knew the other one was Dio. I actually didn't know Dio... That was his voice all the time. He he doesn't have a conversational voice. He belts out everything he says. <laughs> that is like, shocking. That's surprising. I bet that's uh, him and Jim Hetfield probably really hang out all the time. What you and you and James Hetfield are so close, you can call him Jim. You bet. <laughs> I'm gonna punch you if you donkey punch me on the air. I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, but that was that was Mick Pierce though. He, he actually sent in another one. Hey guys, Mick Pierce wanted to leave my own. Um, Entry for the I Sound Like Sam contest. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to say, love your junk. I am not a noob. I don't like midgets that much. All right, bye. That is a valiant attempt, and I actually do like midgets that much, so (laughs) (laughs) thanks for that. Well, he didn't until Steven sent over that picture, and he's like, wow. Wow. Everything except for one thing is a midget on that guy. I'm just kidding. That's horrible. (laughs) That's horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you do you think it was really big, or do you think it was just in? Uh, it's all relative. In proportion. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it went all the way down to his ankle, but uh, it's like maybe that's like a couple inches. Oh, that's so funny. Hey guys, it's uh, Ken is here from the forums. Thought I'd enter the sound like Sam contest. Uh, okay, here we go. Here's uh, here here it comes. Why are there so many? Songs about rainbows. Hey, oh, Sam here. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry, that's uh, that's Kermit the Frog. Uh, hang on. It's uh, Ma, oh, Ma, come on, Ma. What? Is... Oh, Ma. Oh, wait, that's Ray Romano. Uh, I believe it's this next one. Uh... Hey, Willie, I ate the cat. Ha! Oh, wait, no, that's Elf. That's not even close. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna work on it some more. Uh, really enjoying the podcast, guys, and I'll talk to you another time. Take care. Bye. Should we sing that? Cover the frog song. <laughs> Sam's debating whether he should sing that. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. That's a great, great voicemail. By the way, awesome Alf. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that guy, man. 
Yeah, well, welcome to the forums, by the way, Ken. We wow, we love we we love having new people sign up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But no, that is definitely going up as one of the contestants in the imitate Sam. Oh yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Mike and Sam, how's it going, guys? I tell you what, I leave you alone for one week, and look what the fuck happens. Matt, who is that chick? I I don't know who she is. Uh, I'm gonna have to check out the the monster kish or whatever her site is but i i think i'm in love wow <laughs> you know what i'm not even going to try this week <laughs> after that I, I i bow to the new queen however i couldn't resist the chance to imitate sam you know don't just want to imitate sam i want to be sam i want to wear his skin you know i wonder Hmm, what would that be like? Hello and welcome to the Cadaver Lab Podcast. I'm Mike. And I am Sam. Do you have anything to BS about? I mean, that's typically what we start off doing. Um, yeah, yeah, tonight I'd like to take a moment to talk about vaginal juices. Are they supposed to taste like vinegar and paprika? Because I'm thinking, like, what the fuck were you doing? Douching while you were basting chicken wings? What's the deal there? I mean, I know it's not right. This week's episode, we are going to be talking about John Carpenter. Um, yeah, I don't know who that is. But, you know, you know who was a carpenter was Jesus' stepdad? And I'm thinking, how would you like to follow that act? I mean, the Son of God came out that cooter. Would you you stick your face down in there, and all of a sudden, your whole head melts just like the Nazis at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. So stay away from the Holy Vag. By the way, have I mentioned my opinion yet today? uh, Make sure we get that in. Anyways, everybody needs to go listen to Stephen at the JFMP. Uh, yeah, I wish I was him. He's the coolest. So there you go. There's my impersonation of Sam. Keep doing what you're doing, guys. We love you, and be cool, bitches. (laughs) Wow. I just, oh, my voice hurts from laughing so hard at that. That is horrible. (laughs) I hope it's so funny. Oh, my gosh. By the way, that was Creepy Kitsch. That was the, that was Stace from Creepy Kitch. Creepykitch.blogspot.com. How could we just... We, There's nothing to say <laughs> after that. I mean, well, <laughs> that's going up and vote on it. Jeez. Man, that was... Uh, it was... You know what? Do I really sound like that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> you? You don't have everybody calling and imitating you. Well, that's true. I... I, I love it. I think it's. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh! By the way, Stephen, that movie. That uh, excuse me. That music is copyrighted, and I wish you wouldn't use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't own the copyright to that. No, yeah. neither do we. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, what? The... <laughs> well, as usual, Stephen, uh, that, that wraps up the uh, set of voicemail slash audio feedback that we. That you know what? That one's probably. I don't know how it's going to get any. I don't know where we could go after that one. It's shocking, and yet we both laughed the whole time. There have been some really <laughs> funny good ones. Oh, yeah. And 
Oh, man. I, what I ought to do is start putting them as ringers on my phone. <laughs> I put that one. Yeah. You'd never answer it because you never answer the phone. You just want to hear, yeah, hear that one every exactly. time someone called. Oh, man. Okay. So we are well, – let's, uh, let's take a little break, get into the show. Um, and what's this show called again? Uh, Pop and Sam Sherry, I thought. I don't – I feel uncomfortable saying. Then let's not let's not call it that. Let's change it to introducing Sam the Noob to the horror genre. That's that's really long. Well, we could we could call it I S T No, we're not going to do that. Dear eighties audience, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Friday in recording for whatever we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms and the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a movie brain, and a music whiz, and a crew head, a chess geek, and podcasters. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Obscure 80s Podcast. The Obscure 80s Podcast. Four bogus guys. One awesome decade. Find www.obscure80s.com. Someday we'll find it, the rainbow connection, the lovers, the dreamers, and me. <laughs> That's Kermit the Frog, bitches. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't really think you were gonna do. That. Why not? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. No, uh, that uh, that was great. Thank you. I, pr- I appreciate that. You know, now we just have to send it into Kermit the Frog's Imitate Kermit <laughs> podcast, and you will definitely win that. That's awesome. <laughs> All right, let's get into the show today. We have uh, the introducing Sam to the horror genre. the horror essentials. Yes. That's a good one. Sam, nah, screw that. But uh, uh, we'll talk about, we t- we're going to mention today uh, Nosferatu. Uh, which is the 1922 version. We're going to also talk about City of the Living Dead or Gates of Hell from 1980. And, uh, of course, 1974's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, we'll start with Nosferatu. Legends of vampires. 
as a cultural phenomenon is mystified, entertained, entranced, and of course, horrified our collective consciousness for centuries. Over 100 years ago, Bram Stoker immortalized forever in the pages of literature the plight of one particular vampire, Dracula. His classic novel served as a springboard for continual evolutions into the nature and structure of the vampire mystique. It was only a matter of time after the invention of motion pictures that the vampire would find its way to the big screen. In 1922, the German filmmaker F.W. Murnau both thrilled and frightened post-war movie audiences with his film Nosferatu, a symphony of horror. Murnau's film was an unauthorized early working of Bram Stoker's novel. The vampire, played by German actor Max Schreck, not only bred light into the age-old legend of the undead, but ultimately set the stage for the vampire's cinematic immortality. Unlike later Hollywood depictions of the suave, sexy Dracula, Murnau's creation was a hideous incarnation of the shriveled, century-old corpse, a ruthless, parasitic half-man, half-monster. In many ways, the ashen, rat-faced creature with monstrous talons and the brutal depiction of its blood-sucking carnage of young women made the film's implicit sexual overtones even more shocking to the audience. Murnau's creature would influence scores of future filmmakers working in the horror genre all around the world. To this day, Murnau's creation can be seen in similar incarnations of not only vampires, but other cinematic monsters as well. Nosferatu is a landmark film in the history of the cinema. It has withstood the test of time. Indeed, Murnau's classic is a hypnotic, piercing exploration into the darkest recesses of the human soul, which continues to captivate new generations of audiences throughout the world. Nosferatu can truly be called the first vampire. Now here's the deal. With this movie, we actually, I actually, uh, there are a lot of versions of this. The, the one that, that, that uh, we watched was actually called Nosferatu, the first vampire. It came out in actual 1998. It had a typo negative score. You know, mm-hmm. all the music on it was typo negative. Obviously, we, we all know that this was a silent film. And, but uh, there was. I also watched. It wasn't. What, what was? It was only like just over an hour. Yeah, just like an hour five. I also something. watched the one that I got off of uh, archive.org since this is a public domain film called A Symphony of Terror. So we'll, let's talk a little bit about the differences. And uh, but let, let's just go into some of the business here. It was directed by F. W. Murnau, written by Henrik Galine and Bram Stoker. Except for they don't really want to mention that Bram Stoker was the writer because they actually didn't have permission to shoot or to use that story to shoot it. I think what originally happened is they wanted to create a, the movie Dracula, uh, you know, after the book, but Bram Stoker's widow wouldn't give them any, uh, any rights to do it. In fact, um, uh, here's a little snippet that I got from, uh, from Wikipedia. It says an author, an unauthorized production of Bram Stoker's work. Uh, the legal heirs didn't give their permission. So the names had to be changed 
But that wasn't enough. The widow of Bram Stoker won two lawsuits in 1924 and in 1929 in which she demanded the destruction of all copies of the movie. But uh, thankfully, they weren't all destroyed. <laughs> you know? But some of them were? Well, I guess so. Oh, interesting. But anyway, so it's basically Bram Stoker's Dracula. I think we're all pretty familiar with that uh, story. Starred, uh, first of all, uh, the IMDb score for the original was 8.1, and the IMDb score for the, for the first vampire, the typo negative version, was 4.4. So I guess apparently that knocked a lot. I think, I think the reason being is that it, it kind of got rid of its um, authenticity, you know, I, I, mm-hmm. kind of its sense of authenticity. Well, anything that's introduced by David Carradine <clears throat> automatically cuts it in half. Yeah, David Carradine's kind of a ball sack. <laughs> Kinda. I don't know. I the thing is, is he gets. I, I was gonna say he gets a kick in the balls award for introducing this. Like he, like he knows anything. Like he, he's like worthy to introduce the show. Let me tell you something about David Carradine. Okay, I promise you, right now in front of however many people are listening, that I could kung through that guy's ass. By the way, that I, guy. Is I just not. realized why you're so pissed off. Why? Because you love uh, Bruce Lee. That's right. And you were hoping Bruce Lee would be in Kung Fu, but that jackass well, got in it. Yeah, and then you get a guy that's not even like partly Asian, Asian. no, right. acting like an Asian guy. Right. Listen, Grasshopper, I'll Kung Fu your ass into the ground. Was he the Grasshopper or was he <clears throat> someone else? I think there's a master in Grasshopper that talked about. No, there's a master that calls I don't, him Grasshopper. You know, I don't even know. I have no idea. I saw one one episode of that a long time ago, and the only thing I remember is some dumbass little bald kid couldn't figure out why when you st- <laughs> stick a st- when you put a stick in water, it looks like it bends. That's all, that's all I can remember, but uh, I don't know this. Uh, well, so, so how'd you like it? First of all, um, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I you know it was interesting because I haven't watched a silent film all the way through before. Right. I mean, I just haven't done. You seen little you see little parts on TV where someone references it every once in a mm-hmm. while, but so it was really interesting t- to me to to see how that comes together. Right, and I thought that they did a really good job. Having a creepy character. I mean, that oh, guy, yeah. Max Shre- Shrek, is uh-huh. what his name is. That guy was, was really creepy. Did I talk? About I don't think. So. I don't think. Maybe you did. Well, let's do. I think you talked quick. about who wrote it. Okay. Well, Max Shrek played Graf Orlock, Gustav von Wangenheim. I know I didn't. I know I didn't say this before because every time I say that, I laugh. I don't remember. Uh, played Hutter, Greta Schroeder. <clears throat> played uh, Ellen Hutter. I, I, Schroeder's not a funny last name. I'm no. still laughing at Wangenheim. Oh, okay. And then John Gottolt played Professor Bulwer, who was kind of the uh, uh, Van Helsing of this story. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. sorry to cut you off. No, no, which is fine. And I thought it was uh, thought it was well done. And it all started with Lord Orick. Orlock. Orlock, thank you. Jeez, I can't believe I forgot that. Um, we just listened to Stephen's pod or Stephen's message. That just sent us. How yeah. are we supposed to remember anything after yeah, that? Yeah, I, I don't know. But uh, no, they did. They did a great job with with him dressed up, the way he acted, walked around. Oh, he just yeah. seems a creepy guy, man. You know, and the thing is, is I have I've seen this before, but I've never really I don't think sat down and paid full attention to it. And as I did this time. It was very engrossing for a silent film, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, 1922, it's they all they could do was rely on visuals, and they, and they, you know, all their actions were exaggerated. But it didn't seem. I mean, we see that now. We think it's stupid ass acting, but back then, when you know, when they when they couldn't use speech to explain what's going on, you know, we it, um, it's almost like 
I don't know, I felt almost like I was watching a stage play because on the stage they do, you know, they exaggerate because, you know, people may be far away and not be able to see him very well. So, you know, they have to let everybody know what's going on. Don't ask me where I've seen stage plays and why I can even relate this experience. Did you go all. to Disney on Ice every year? <laughs> yeah, I wish it was only once a year. Oh. But uh, that's because that's I have a daughter, people. Oh. I'm, people out there were just like, why does I, that guy go alone? Listen, take creepy. a page out of my book. I have three daughters. I tell them there's no such thing as ice shows. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just ruin little girls' Oh, hearts, no, I don't man. ruin them. I just save them. <laughs> I don't want them watching guys that put socks down their unitards, dance around on skates. Dude, <laughs> do you let them watch Labyrinth? No, they've never seen that. Well, I'll tell you why. Because talk about a talk about a dude with socks down his pants. Oh, David yeah. Bowie in that one. Nice. Anyway, God, what? What? How the hell did we get I off on know. that? I'll I waste don't know. It. Anyway, uh, no, but you know, and the thing is, it was dark. It was gritty, and I think that added a lot to it too, because it seemed very. I don't know. I, it's hard for me. To say, I don't want to say gothic or anything like that, because that just sounds dumb. You know. You know what? The, what was that movie called? Uh, that your friend gave to us, the Psychomantium. Yeah, Psychomantium. They tried, uh, in that movie, they tried to mimic what was going on here. And I see why, mm-hmm. you know, because it does get a creepy. Obviously, um, this this has stood the test of times. I mean, it's still out there, and people are still watching it. At least we're still watching it. Right. And uh, I don't know, I think it's great. Yeah, I thought it was good. I, it was interesting to me watching a silent movie at how few words there were. Right. You know, I imagine that they were they were coming up having to explain to me all the all the time of uh-huh. what was going on. But I was able to follow this storyline very well just by what was going on on screen. Exactly. You know, and then they only took the words to really explain something. You know, there's a lot of reading of you know the letter, and then right. the the, van, the book of the vampires right. to to tell you what was going on mm-hmm. and. And so I thought it went. It went very. The flow was good. It made sense. Um, it was just. It was very well. You know, done. you're right because they would. They would act, and that you would. You would see a little card come up with the words, and it would be two or three minutes before the next mm-hmm. one came up. Yeah. And <clears throat> for that for that period of time, we knew exactly what was going on just right. by the way they were they were acting. Let me. I, I actually watch. Like I said, I watched both of these uh, versions of it. Let me. Let me kind of mention the difference i i like typo negative so it was it was easy for me to get into this one the one problem was is it the song the music didn't really match all the time you know like it didn't when a when a scene change or something like that or the mood of a song didn't tip didn't really you know match the you know what was going on on screen but then i watched the one that i got off archive.org now obviously none of this is original because you know there was no sound at all you know in the original movie and that's you know that's the way that uh uh, the director, that's that's what he was thinking of as he was filming the this, this show, <clears throat> the movie. But the with the one I got off archive.org, the soundtrack was a little bit irritating, hmm. you know, and uh, it, it fit a lot better. I mean, you could tell it was made for the movie. But if you're not a typo negative fan, I would say watch it with the sound off, you know, maybe. I don't know. I didn't do that, so I, I don't really know. But the thing is, is one thing about that as I was watching both versions of this is I kept thinking, you know, either way, what I'm listening to wasn't what the director envisioned, and it was kind of a bummer. And just be, you know, so I thought, well, I could turn it off, but you know, you know, I wonder how that would be watching it at night in the dark, silent. Yeah, I wonder if that would add a creepiness factor to it. I may have to go. I may have to go 
try that. I don't well, know because yeah, because there's times where you know his his entrance is so slow, right? It's it's over exaggerated. It's creepy. The mm-hmm. shadow going up the stairs, right? That I wonder if watching it without the sound would make it scary. It, it probably does. You know, may, maybe I'm gonna maybe I'll try that. But uh, let's see. Any other? Uh, oh, one note I did have, and I don't know why I felt like I need to write this down. But uh, there was a ton of Abe Lincoln beards in that movie. <laughs> just missing the hat. Well, no, no, yeah, exactly. I was just thinking uh, since we've done so much uh, mustache talking, you got to realize some of the old school dudes they they were just Abe Lincoln in it. They made sure to get rid of those uh, mustaches. It was the the looks were <laughs> yeah interesting, visually interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was awesome. Uh, also, one thing I noticed between the two versions was that the that the text, the verbiage used in the text, was a little bit different between the typo negative version mm. and the thing. Just very, just very. I mean, I watched them back to back because, like I said, they're only an hour long. Um, so I watched them back to back, and there were just really subtle differences. Not really much to change the story or anything like that, but you know enough to just kind of make you think, huh? You know that. I wonder why they chose to change it. Mm. Basically, actually, today I just also got done watching. Shadow of the Vampire, which came out in 2000. It's a movie about the making of this movie. Uh, it's, it, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Malkovich plays F.W. Murnau. And uh, what's that one guy's name again? The, Willem the Goblin? Defoe. Willem, Willem Dafoe, Dafoe plays Max Shrek. It, it's kind of a funny movie because this, this, uh, the storyline is watching them make this movie where Max Shrek is actually a vampire pretending to be an actor playing a vampire <laughs> you know and, and you know it's 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 got a lot of subtle comedy in it and uh you know i haven't seen it in years in fact it was i still have it on vhs caught the end of it there it was you know that's a pretty good show i was laughing i thought oh it was funny, was funny. Yeah. and there's a there's a lot more stuff in there and it just kind of went over some of the problems that they had when their lead actor kept eating people on the set <laughs> like the cameraman and you know some <laughs> it, it was kind of a funny thing because uh in the, in the movie that Max Shrek made a deal with Murnau saying, okay, I'll, I'll do this for you as long as, uh, you know, you can... Basically, Murnau promised him the, the main actress, you know, is, is payment for this movie. Basically, it's hard to keep a deal with someone that can say, screw you, I'll freaking kill you, <laughs> you know? Anyway. So, I don't know, what do you, what do you think? Uh, I give this a, a, a red box. Oh, do you? Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give it. It's it's uh, it's on the public domain. In public domain, when, when it's on there, it kind of helps out its status a little bit with me. Uh, you know, I would give this a buy. Number one, it's probably it's one of the very first horror movies of all time. I mean, there were there were some before, like uh, Edison's Frankenstein, which came out I think in 1910. But uh, can you believe that I have all this stuffed in my mind somewhere? <laughs> But I can't remember in, in if it, n- nobody's going to hear that part if it actually didn't come out in 1910 <laughs> because I can't, <laughs> something screwed up. But uh, one one of the original horror movies there was a remake in 1979 I think I don't know if it's exactly 1979 but some of the 1970s that starred oh, I can't remember that guy's name but uh, it was actually a really creepy remake as well. Uh, you know they they it, in, you can tell this movie influ- had a lot of influence throughout. Uh, even the universal stuff and influence, you know, with uh, like maybe the scenes and, or excuse me, the scenery and whatnot. I give this a buy. Uh, go download it from archive.org, mm-hmm. you know, to check it out. And then uh, if you like that, you can try to go find a remastered version somewhere. I, you know, I don't know. As far as the typo negative version, I, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if, if you're a typo negative fan, I would say, sure, why not? Mm-hmm. But again, I think the best way to watch this might just be in, in silent. 
Yeah, I see, and I, I think if I were to go try that, thinking back on it now, I that may add to it, and I, you know, I may upgrade it, but it was good. I, I see where you're coming from. I mean, it's hard to, you know, especially when we think of classics right now mm-hmm. as movies being in like the 70s. Yeah. You know, that's freaking 50 years. Yeah, if you, you put know. it in context, this was way ahead of oh, its yeah. time. Well, way I guess. I don't time. know. I, I, I watch I, a lot of movies well, from that time. Well, I, I would think it's, you know, you're looking at Charlie Chaplin and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. a horror movie that stands the test of time. Well, and people go thing. back and remake and right. put different soundtracks to it, reference all the time. I, you know, I, I just... There's, there's something iconic about it. The guy in the 79 version was Klaus Kinski. If, oh. it, if it was a 1979 version, damn it. I can't okay. remember. Anyways, yeah, so there you go. So I learned a couple things from this movie. Um, the first thing I learned is that I have no idea what somnambulistic means. Somnambulistic? Yeah, I don't know what Do that is. Do you know when I learned that? Oh. Remember in high school when he used to have that jackass come show up and, and uh, hypnotize people? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he called himself a somnambulist. Oh, really? Yeah, and it, it has something to do with sleep or being in some uh, kind of hypnotic, the, the trance of sleep. A hypnotic yeah. dream. Oh, yeah, because I saw that word. I'm like, damn it, I'm, I'm stupid. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> All right. Um, I also learned that there was no PETA back in 1922 because they smashed the shit out of some rats. Like, they were whacking those things, and that was not fake. All right. So there was no PETA going on. Um, I also learned that thinking about opening a book gives a woman an O. She really enjoyed thinking about opening that book. Like, are you talking overly. about the uh, Went the book of the, the vampire vampires. book? Yeah. yeah, she really enjoyed. Yeah, I'll tell you what that that's an example of them yeah. overacting, right? And, you know, trying. <laughs> like, wow! I thought you know, I thought the same thing. Going, yeah. And the last thing was, most people sleep in chairs back in 1922. Every time someone would go wake somebody up, they're sleeping in a damn chair <laughs> with their with their head just yeah. bent a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, I, I shouldn't make too much fun of it since it's a classic. But no. uh, I also got a six degrees out of this. Now, this... Unbelievable. Listen, I said before, I've got to do it for everything that we watch and, and review on the show. So I, I really got... I got it. I got creative. But I have Greta Schroeder, who played Ellen. She mm-hmm. was the, the main girl in there. She was in Kohlberg with Klaus Clausen. Another German. Wh- who I was see. in uh, The Devil Makes Three with Gene Kelly. <laughs> who was in Viva Knieva with Leslie Nielsen. Who was in Scary Movie 4 with Bill Pullman. You know, that's great. Back in the day, he had all these, Leslie Nielsen, all these uh, respectable parts, and then he's in Scary Movie. And then, uh, yeah, so Bill Pullman, yeah. Bill Pullman was in uh, Scary Movie 4 with Leslie. And then uh, Ted Ra- or Bill Pullman was in The Grudge with Ted Raimi, uh-huh. who was in Evil Dead with uh, Bruce Campbell. Wow. You know what? I actually didn't even think about that when we decided to do this. But but listen, as far as being, as having a, is that six? Are you counting them up? Yeah, it is. Six. Okay. I'm just making sure. As far as getting your cherry popped, <laughs> you know, th- I think this was a pretty good, well, whereas it may not be the move that you go back and watch over and over, at least I think it gives you a good idea of, you know, historically about where, you know, the horror genre, as far as film goes, kind of started. Absolutely. And that's why I think that list that we got uh, was was a good one. Yeah. It really spreads across the genre. Uh-huh. So. All right. Well, let's take another break, and then we'll get into City of the Living Dead. And hope Sam doesn't sing something coming out of this one. <laughs> yeah! I've been sitting here watching flicks till my eyes are red. Been watching Evil Dead and Argento's Deep Red. Been watching Night, Dawn, Dayland, and Return of the Living Dead. And I feel no shame while my talk's profane. Just like Malcolm McDowell, I'm singing in the fucking rain. If you don't dig my shit, then answer me this. Why so serious? If you're into horror, cult, exploitation, or just kick-ass movies, from the badass to the just plain bad, 
Check us out at jafmp.com. Just Another Fucking Movie Podcast is not a review show. We go beyond the screen to discuss the what's and why's of the genre's great classics. Licking cowboys and watching killers in black And watch this motherfucker take it in the head with an axe And say, hey, hey I'm digging Bruce Campbell saying, hey, hey Now I'm watching some drama saying, hey, hey Digging Ilsa and Olga saying, hey, 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 hey J-A-F-M-P dot com City of the Living Dead. It's him! Come on, get out of here! What are you doing? I'm not the one! Get out of here! I can explain everything, Mr. Roy! Shut up, you bastard! <laughs> what are you trying to do with my daughter? Huh? Please let me explain, Mr. Ross. I was only looking for a place to sleep. I swear! Ah! <laughs> 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 
Gates of Hell, which came out in 1980. It was written and directed by Lucio Fulci, and the IMDb gave it a score of 6.2. It starred Katrina McCall, who played Mary Woodhouse, Christopher George, who played Peter Bell, Carlo De Mejo as Jerry, uh, Giovanni Lombardo Radis as Bob, and the only reason I bring up Bob is because he was in one of the most disturbing movies that I've ever seen called uh, House on the Edge of the Park. Hmm. I think it was that guy. And uh, Fabrizio Jovine. I didn't want to say Fabrizio Jovine because that might sound ignorant. But, may, but maybe it sounds ignorant because I really went for it. And you went for the dumbass. J pronounced in Mexico when you should do the Italian, which would be Listen, Gio- they're all, they're all Jovini. Jovini. Shit. <laughs> anyway, he played uh, Father William Thomas, you son of a bitch. I can't believe it. <laughs> Uh, synopsis in the na- in the small New England town of Dunwich, a priest commits suicide. <laughs> Jovini, damn it! Jovini. <laughs> uh, a priest commits suicide by hanging himself in the church cemetery, which somehow opens the gates of hell, allowing the dead to rise. I like how they put which somehow, because that's a that's a good question. Uh, Peter, a New York reporter, teams up with a young psychic named Mary to travel to the town where they team up with another couple, psychiatrist Jerry and patient Sandra, to find a way to close the gates before All Saints Day or the dead all over the world will rise up and kill the living. So this is a a fairly typical Lucio Fulci movie. And whereas I don't know if it's his best, it is definitely a good representation of Lucio, and uh, since I ha- since my uh, Zombie Two DVD hadn't shown up in the mail yet, I figured we'd go with this one. What'd you think? I'd never seen a Lucio Fulci movie before, and I've got to say that this is probably in my top five movies of all time. It was so this damn gross. Movie was awesome. <laughs> I loved this movie. Really? I, I was watching Are you this. Me? No, because when, no, no. When you I know. Glow, everyone I know. like this. No, usually say no is the biggest piece. No, of shit no, no. The I am. I am seriously. This is probably one of my top five favorite movies. I would watch this over and over and over again. I. There were parts of this movie. It's stuff that I have not seen before. I, there was a part in this movie where I, the I was eating a sucker. And it fell out of my mouth onto my shirt, and I had to catch it. And I didn't do, I did not do that on purpose. That was not an exaggeration. And it was the part where the guts were coming out of the girl's mouth, her own right. guts, uh, over and over and over for like three minutes. Now, this, this was awesome, dude. Okay, this is one of the biggest gross-out movies I think that I had ever seen. Uh, you know, I'll t- let me tell a little story. Of course, right. those who've probably heard me call into a couple other shows with this one. But uh, this is the only show, the only movie. You know, we keep getting shit about saying show. We will just get it from time to time, but I can't help it. Uh, do you think that's a Utah thing, by the way? Do you I think, think it is. Okay. Yeah. Well, screw everybody. Just kidding. We're in Utah. Maybe, yeah. And we're behind the microphone, so it's a freaking show. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm so good. Donkey punch. <laughs> Oh my! God. You didn't just yell that. <laughs> I 
couldn't think of anything else to express my happiness. What? What? <laughs> wow, I'm going to have to cut some of that out because that's probably only funny to us. Uh, anyway, so, okay, so I'm first married. We get into this house, which is uh, my wife's uh, my wife's father's house. So we're living in it. And it wasn't a bad house, but it, the, the air conditioning sucked. And during the summer, it was always hot as hell. So one day, I decide that, you know, I'm going to go in the back room, you know, the t- my, my TV room, whatever house I go in, I have to have my own little sanctuary where I can put up all my scary stuff and, and whatever. That's where we're broadcasting from right now, except we're not really broadcasting at all, are we? But so anyways, I, I get on the treadmill, I'm, I'm watching a couple of movies, and then... Uh, of course, my wife says, hey, Mike, what can I get for you to... I don't know. I, don't, I can't remember exactly to that detail. But So I asked her to make me an egg sandwich, which is bread, mayonnaise, egg, mayonnaise, bread. So I take this down. It's really hot in the room. I just got done working out. I throw in City of the Living Dead. I eat the sandwich, like, you know, in the first two or three minutes. I swear to you, that first part where, um, you know, the, the dude walks in, Bob, I think it is. He walks in, and he sees, like, this... Ma- oh, oh. It was a part where he blows up his girlfriend, starts grabbing his, his uh, blown up girlfriend's boobs. Yes. Looks down, and then there's there's like this pot, this this body pile of gross mess. I took one look at that and hurled that egg sandwich <laughs> all over the place. I walk into the kitchen, and my wife's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "This movie kicks ass." <laughs> <laughs> and th- you know, that's the kind of movie it is. It the some of the gore scenes in this are phenomenal. Well, and it's just enough time. It's it's not like a quick look like uh-huh. we see in some of the. I'm thinking about like the burning with Tom's, you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and and you know they do a quick hurry because it's so fake. Uh-huh. This, I mean, they took their time. I was kind of laughing as the guy's head, the uh, Bob's head was uh, going was was going into the the drill there, oh, yeah. uh-huh. and it was like slow oh, motion. Right. I'm like, you know, it's going to get shut off. It's going to get shut off no. in a second. No, no, that they, they really better turn this thing off because he's getting way too close. Right, and then it goes slow motion into his head, and they show it on the other side of his head. How, spinning. how do they do that? I don't know. You know what else I couldn't figure out how they did? Which this is the point where I figured out this movie kicks so much ass. <laughs> was when the girl started bleeding out of her eyes before all of her guts came out of her mouth. Yeah, right. I don't know how they did that. I, I, do I wonder not if they. Know. I, you know what? I don't even care. I, I looked. Don't even, did you? Really? I looked, and it, it welled up from inside her eyes. And then and then fell down. It wasn't like it was squirting in. Really, it was. I could not. I, I remember I'm like, that this too. Fulci is sold is sold to the devil <laughs> in order to do this trick because there is no way. I just I was I was just enthralled. I could not take my eyes off this movie the whole time. You know what we ought to do is a full on Fulci movie show. We have to because, we've, because we've, if you like this one, yeah, this is actually a part of a of a trilogy, the Gates of Hell trilogy. Mm-hmm. Which God, maybe we should have done that as a is a is a whole episode, and we should have done waited for Zombie Two to do this. Movie, well, we I wouldn't have known that I would have liked it. But, oh, that that's much. true too. But anyway, uh, in my opinion, this is not the best out of the trilogy. Wow, there's a movie called The Beyond that uh, I think is better. Huh? Uh, you know, overall, I don't know. I don't know if it can get any well, closer. Well, now, but. And, and I've got to make a clarification. As far as the storyline goes, you know, it was it was okay. Well, I mean, I mean right. the story it ended okay. There I mean, was a few weird, yeah. like, like like things that I don't know if they were really plot holes, but it was just things like you're like, what the fuss? Like like uh, for like we just mentioned, the this priest hangs himself, and all of a sudden, all these dead bodies are going to start waking. We don't know why. Yeah, we, we don't know, know why. why them, you know, we don't know why them matter. finding it is going to. Shut it off. Well, I I think that they think that they can stop it somehow. That and basically the movie is is in the beginning Mary has a psychic vision of what happened in Dunwich. So it, she teams up with this newspaper reporter. They drive down to Dunwich 
and they they know that this person that this uh, evil has to be stopped. I don't think you know before All Hallows Eve. I don't think they know what they're gonna do when they get there, but they want you know they're gonna they're gonna mm-hmm. try for it. They're gonna shoot for it. But uh, you know, ends up I, I you know in in the story that's basically it. I right. mean, there's a lot of weird things like uh, this was another Italian movie where they overdubbed it, even though it was in English. Yeah, it was weird. I yeah. couldn't figure that out. Like the reporter's voice, it's like hey, hanging around, yeah. you know, kind of like that. But I, I didn't think it took anything away. It was a little distracting in the beginning. I think. yeah, but uh, yep. especially the first time I watched it, I I knew it was what was going to happen. Well, it was really bad with that seance. Exactly, and that's like you said. It just it really you could tell that they they dubbed it, but then like the cop the the guy uh, comes in. Um, uh, I think it was Shaft. He came in <laughs> right. and uh, was asked some questions, but you could tell he was speaking English, but it was right. dubbed. Yeah. But yeah, but well, then it went away. I didn't. Well, care somebody after told that. us. Remember when we were talking about Argento? Somebody mm-hmm. told us that that's just how they did it. I think right. it was Apocalypse Dan. I may be wrong. Yeah. Well, obviously they did because this happened all the time. It's just right. it's a style of the way they did it. But uh, you know, barring all that, you know, if there were any plot holes, any of that stuff. This movie kicked so much ass. Yeah. This is one, seriously, top five movies of all time. One of my favorite things that they did was uh, these zombies or this priest would show up, you know, and then they would, it would grab the back of someone's yeah. head and squish it. And all these, like, real-looking brains came yeah. out. I was like, this, is, this looks real yeah, to me. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I wish I knew how they did it, but maybe I guess maybe I don't. That, well, maybe and, and just cool. to go into some detail, someone hasn't seen this. There's a part where this girl sees the dead priest. She starts bleeding out of her eyes, uh-huh. and then she starts foaming at the mouth. Now, if that's not, and I'm like, wow, that's that's gross. That's that really is, gross. That is amazing. And and this is where I could tell, you know, my sucker is is sitting in my mouth. Well, <laughs> then they proceed to kind of break away and come back to it. St- she starts bleeding out of her mouth profusely. Uh-huh. Then. Stuff starts coming out of her mouth. Now, now you're thinking, okay, that that's probably enough. They can get away with that. They can go to something else. No, for the next three minutes, <laughs> different parts of her insides are coming out. Those are real They're, animal guts. Those are real animal. They guts. have to be because they ha- they, no, they, oh, I read I read some oh, of the trivia that gosh. that was. Dude, that was it was so it was gross. bad. You know what? And when I was the egg the egg sandwich story, I'm glad that I'd already thrown up before that part because if I'd got that far in. That would have probably made me throw up even worse. Oh, to even imagine <laughs> that your stomach is coming out of your mouth? Yeah, that, I mean, was, that was unreal. <laughs> unreal. Awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, I'm glad you like You know, I didn't know how you were going to – I didn't know how you were oh, going to take it. that was so good. Because uh, on the one point, there's I, I, there's some cheesy parts and there's some weird kind of dialogue. But, but being the horror fan I am, I overlook it and I'm just like – you know what? This but, is one of those that will make me go. I would watch every one of his movies. Oh, he's got and, a lot of and, movies. and they're probably Most the same storyline. Really I don't. I don't even care because the, the 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 effects in this were so good. Yeah, it was just incredible. They did not hold back, and it went along with the storyline. It wasn't like, hey, we're going to make a movie about effects, right? And we're going to just throw something together. Mm-hmm. It, it just it worked out so well. I this this movie was so. Just let's great. do a Fulci movie about. Uh, you know, and, and just maybe do some of just his other stuff. Do you mm-hmm. want to do that next week? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. That means we did uh, four Lucci, Lucio Fulci movies in two shows. That's all right. Okay. All right. Well, I'll get them put together because okay. I, I have I have a, a, a couple. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I'm guessing you're going to give this a... This gets a bounce out <laughs> ten times over, man. <laughs> you know, I give, it, I give it a buy. There's there's one reason. There there are two two parts that really irritate me. The last part... So basically, they they win, you know they they you know not to spoil it. They there's kind of a happy ending, and you know they come emerge from you know wherever they were. I don't want to <clears throat> kind of tell everybody, but then at the very end, 
this little boy who is like a, a brother of one of the victims in Dunwich starts running towards him, just like, ha ha, I'm so happy that you're alive and whatever. Then all of a sudden, Katrina McCall starts screaming. And then the show ends, and we don't know why. <clears throat> do, you, do you remember that? No. Right at the end. No, I don't remember that. Remember they they uh I remember the I remember coming out of the coming out of the uh, sarcophagus or whatever right. that is. It's that it's right that point. Really? The the police show up conveniently right then and this little kid I remember comes seeing the little kid holding him. hands. Yeah, the uh he runs to him. Katrina McCall, her character starts screaming and they're all scared and then all of a sudden it looks like like the screen was glass and it broke or something. Huh. Which was which was like what? I'm gonna have to go look at that. That was weird. I did not see that. Okay. And there was a there was a couple of other you know just weird things uh, in the acting stuff like that. But like I said, it's all stuff. You know what? I give it a don't bother. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just, <laughs> saying, just I'm not trying to bag on this movie. I'm just saying that's the reason why I don't give it a bone. So mm-hmm. I would I would watch this movie over and over, yeah. and I have you know. Yeah. So it's like I'm glad you like it because yeah, I, I wasn't good. sure. No, it was good. I wasn't sure how you're going to do with it. I learned a couple of things here. Uh, I learned finally, finally in my sheltered life, I learned what it looks like to actually molest a blow up doll. <laughs> yeah. I've now seen that. I I always see the blow up doll, but I've never seen someone actually take advantage. You of didn't the blow know up how doll. to work it. No, now you know. do. Yep. Now I know. Uh, you can hump yourself to death. I learned about that. You can hump yourself to death. Yeah, there was a guy that was telling a story, and he said that uh, the oh. guy actually humped himself oh, 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 to yeah. death. I didn't oh, know that yeah. was possible, but... He was watching a porno where a guy humped himself to death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was pretty weird. Um, if if you're rounding second base, don't turn on the headlights. <laughs> It'll blow it for you. Yeah, because you will not get to third. And your girl will puke her guts, like literally <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. her guts. <laughs> and uh, people have unnaturally sticky cheeks and chins. Yeah. With the maggot, when all that the maggots were weird. flying in. And, and they only stuck to, like, like the, the, the shiny parts of their face. <laughs> and nowhere else. But By the man. way, where the hell did they get that many maggots? I don't know, man. I mean, because that was... It was a ton. That was, like, that was 100,000 maggots. Is that what they said on No, that? but I, oh, I'm was, guessing. But yeah. it was a lot. That's more maggots than Argento used in uh, Suspiria when they were all up on that oh, top yeah. floor, remember? That's right. That was, that was a weird... I didn't... I couldn't remember. I'm like... I can remember the, those were maggots when I saw that show... Or that part in the... Today I'm like, or yesterday I'm like, why are there? Why is snow blowing in? Yeah, I thought it was snow at first, and then there was these maggots. And that's the thing about some of the the graphic violence and, and some of the horrific parts of these movies. He doesn't just do it quick. No. So the part with the maggots, I mean, they're blowing for a couple of minutes. Yeah. That may not sound like a lot of time, but it. He spent a lot of time on those scenes. Yeah, he did. My favorite scene in the whole movie is the one you mentioned with the drill. Oh, that's awesome. That's wild. That is awesome. I, you know, because the thing is, is. I, I I don't know. I don't want to keep rambling about this movie, but when it goes right up to his cheek, it's uh-huh. spinning. But you can tell that it's his real skin, and it's just touching it. And then and then when it breaks through, it's a little bit waxy right. or whatever. But uh, but it's still touching his skin, and yeah. it's like I, I don't know how they awesome. did that, but that kicked ass. Awesome. And I still, if anybody knows how they did the blood out of the eyes, fantastic. Yeah, I awesome. honestly, you know, you can usually see how people do effects. Uh-huh. I don't know how they did that. I don't. <laughs> I should go look it up. But wow. Heck yeah. I got a six degrees. Uh, Janet Agron was uh, Sandra. Was that the she's older the one, sister? Uh, I don't know if she's the older sister. She's the one that was dead at the end. Yeah, I think she's yeah. the older okay. sister. Um, she came and squished the guy's brain right at the end. Yes. She was in Red Sonia with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've never even heard of that movie. Yeah, it's like it's like a Conan the Barbarian type thing with huh. Bridget Nelson. Brigitte. Um, <clears throat> Brigitte. Sorry, Sorry about that. Sorry hey, I'm about still that. I'm still all pissed off about the Jovini. Uh, <laughs> so Arnold Schwarzenegger was in Red Heat with Peter Jason, 
who was in The Demolitionist with Dan Hicks, who was in Evil Dead 2. Okay. With Bruce Campbell. Evil Dead 1, Evil Dead 2. That's right. I bet you can't guess where we're going for the third one. Hi ho, Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> That's so embarrassing. <laughs> so uh, I uh, just got on and Twittered while you were on the phone. I saw you do that. You know, I wonder if that's where um, we heard the term clit twittering. You know, I'll tell you what, what a girly thing to call a site. That's, that, I think maybe that was one of the things that was hard for me at first. Yeah. Just got an email from Steven, by the way, too. Oh, really? He, he asked for our, my mailing address so we could send me and you something. Okay. And, uh, well... Well, and I said, cool, man, I'm looking forward to it, although I'm a little scared since I just looked at the midget shemale pic you sent. <laughs> he goes, uh, I'm surprised you can still type then. Figured the keys would be all spooged together. <laughs> Screw you, dude! Uh, wow. Just teasing. Oh, man, Steven's a funny guy. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about our final film of the day. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 1974. The film which you are about to see is an account of the tragedy which befell a group of five youths, in particular, Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother, Franklin. It is all the more tragic in that they were young. But had they lived very, very long lives, they could not have expected, nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see that day. For them, an idyllic summer afternoon drive became a nightmare. The events of that day were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Hello? Anybody home? Hello? Hey, Pam! Hello! 
directed by Toby Hooper, written by Kim Hankel and Toby Hooper. IMDb score, give it a 7.5. Did I say IMDb on the last one, a 6.2? I don't think so. Anyway. Um, Okay. Let's see. Production budget was 140K. And the gross was $31 million, at least according to a Wikipedia. So, wow. That is a huge return on They only filmed for five days. That was, that was well, it, you kind of tell. Yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it was just great. Oh, let's get into this okay. and we'll talk about that. Synopsis, the year is 1974. A group of close friends are heading through the back roads of Texas en route to their grandfather's potentially vandalized grave. Among them, <clears throat> excuse me, among them are Sally Hardesty and her invalid brother Franklin, uh, they encounter an unpleasant hitchhiker who slashes the, who slashes both of both himself and Franklin with a wicked looking knife. The others manage to eject the hitchhiker from the vehicle, but shortly afterwards, they are forced to stop and wander and wander over a small sinister clapboard house nearby and holds for gas. What none of them realize is that the house is the home of a of the ghoulish Leatherface and his evil, demented family of cannibalistic psychopaths. One at a time, the teens are murdered by the evil Leatherface in horrifying ways. Sally soon finds herself as an involuntary guest at Leatherface's home and flees into the night to escape the demented cannibal and his loudly buzzing chainsaw. Can she escape the grim fate that befell her and her brother, her friends and her brother, based on the terrifying true story of Ed Gein? Loosely based on, very loosely. Well, and you got to realize too that uh, you know what other movie was based on Ed Gein was uh, Psycho. Oh, really? Yeah, you know. And the thing about it is, uh, I mean, obviously, Psycho and this movie are a lot different. I think Psycho was kind of focused more on uh, Ed Gein's obsession with his mother, where this one was like the the gory stuff and whatnot. But anyway, uh, so what'd you think? It was all right. Whoa, really? Yeah, it just, you know, this is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And, you know, I thought about why is this show only all right in my eyes? Because this is an iconic classic. Mm -hmm. Iconic classic. And I think it's because movies have come a long way, and I'm now just going back to watch it. And I've seen this story so many times. Yeah, maybe. That that it's kind of like, if I would have seen this before seeing other movies that had tried to do this, I would have been like, man, that was Have you seen the remake? No, I haven't even seen the remake. I just bought it. Oh, <laughs> I just bought it, so um, you know I haven't seen the remake. But I mean, I'm watching Friday the Thirteenth. It's kind of a lot, you know. They get kids go get stranded, right? They go to this dilapidated house, and then they get chased by a killer, right? But you know, well, he, here's the here's the big difference I see with this. Well, first of all, let me talk about what I really liked about this movie. Mm-hmm. First of all, it is gritty mm-hmm. and it is dirty. There are not, you know, you see films now where they get all these like good looking. Uh, teenagers and it just seems so fake and whatnot. Not that these, I mean, not that they were ugly, but they were they were real. Elton John, man. Elton John, right? Well, and you know, there's also the the guy in the wheelchair who was a whiny bitch. Mm. Listen, this to me seemed real, and, and I and I have to admit that I saw I I took a long time for me to watch this. I mean, not for for no other reason than I just didn't. I mean, it just didn't fall into my lap or whatever. So when I saw this, I remember looking back thinking this all this film. It seems real almost just because of how gritty and how dark and how gross it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, even even the the kids were real looking. That they finally pick up. Well, when they first of all, when they pick up that hitchhiker, that dude was weird. Yeah, he was. He was just he was weird and not a dude I want to be around. But the one thing that I think makes this 
stand apart from you know traditional slasher films or whatever and i'm not saying it's better or or not is the fact that okay so there's leatherface and he's the big mean one but he's not the only one he's not even the most disturbing character in this to me because he almost seems like he's kind of uh, mentally handicapped where he's i mean menacing looking but he's you know throughout the film he's getting yelled at by his dad and his brother and stuff and he you know kind of acting like a little kid you know being uh scolded and whatnot so yeah he's scary but the whole situation is just bad he's just yeah it was just disturbing. Can I just make one note yeah, no, on that, go ahead. too? Go ahead. I think part of the problem, and we always talk about the timing, uh-huh. I had watched Mom and Dad. Oh, yeah. Before I watched this. You which, mean, yeah. if you go along with, you know, somebody getting captured and tortured, you know, Mom and Dad was so disturbing. that Then this this comes along. I guess right. that's what I'm talking about. Holy crap, I've seen the story, because I uh-huh. pretty much just saw it. Really? So, you know, if I were to go back and watch this on its own later, mm-hmm. I could be in a totally different mood, but... I don't know. The story isn't that deep. I think. I think what was so great about this movie is is uh, just a lot of the really savage visuals. I think the first, the one that caught me the first time I ever watched this, the part where you know they go into the house in the beginning, the boyfriend goes in, gets snatched up by by Leatherface, who who savagely grabs him, pulls him back into this little room he's got, and then slams that aluminum door. Do you remember what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. That scared me. Well, you know what was disturbing about that? Because that actually was one of the worst things that I've seen. Along with nails being ripped out. Right. The other thing that really freaks me out is when people get hit on the head and they do the kicking chicken. <laughs> right. I, that For whatever reason, I just I, I, that makes me cringe uh-huh. when that happens. And this guy got hit on the top of the head. And that's one thing about this movie that I did like was that when the deaths were coming along, uh-huh. it wasn't a big, big strung out something or other no. for the most part. I mean, at the end, they're trying to get the grandpa involved. But right. the guy, Leatherface, hit him on the head. The guy does a kick and chicken is going to be dead, and he just yanks him into the room. And well, he's a brute. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this guy's a brute. He's, he, he's almost like their animal. Right. You know, they kind of treat him like the animal. In fact, there's even one scene where I think the dad's like, you know, or, or the the original hitchhiker was talking about how, yeah, we do all the work and then you, you do all the stuff. And he's like, well, you know, some of us just weren't made for killing. You know, so right. they have so they have this leather face who is just kind of their their dog. Almost. Well, and there's animal noises all throughout this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, bloody well, animal and they, screaming. And they also showed like pictures of cows and stuff like that that were just gross yeah. you know and it just set the tone for the whole thing right. because uh, this was another film where everything was dirty i mean you you walk into it you walk into their house i mean you walk into just the the, the way the normal people lived you know kind of sitting out there in texas uh you know they're all sweaty you know their shirts are dirty their you know their hair's all stuck to their heads and stuff like that uh, you know, so you're put into this. It, I mean, since it gets so hot around here, too, I've been outside where it's like you almost can't freaking breathe mm-hmm. because it gets so hot and you just are so miserable. It seems like you're they're put into that kind of a place. And then not only that, they're looking, they're trying to leave. And then they find this, you know, as if that wasn't enough, they find this family that's going to freaking take them out. Right. There's, you know, a couple of scenes where they walk into this room where all of the furniture and the decorations were all made out of human parts, mm-hmm. which is one of the most disturbing things. I really like this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love this movie. It just is so gritty. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't one that I could sit and, uh, like, and just watch over and over just because, to me, it's brutal and it's, oh. it's just, I don't know. It's almost like Leatherface is a caveman and he just kind of has those base urges. 
Well, I, was, I, I, was, I didn't see him humping anything or anything <laughs> like that. But I was uh, reading some of the stuff on the movie, and uh, it was saying that this was actually meant to be a PG movie. <laughs> wow. They that, missed that, that they mark. wanted to, and so and they kept taking stuff out, taking stuff out. That's why there's no nudity. They kept the uh-huh. language down. There wasn't any effort. No, there wasn't. And so he was thinking he was going to get a PG movie, but because of the subject matter, they just could not. Toby Hooper thought that the movie that they presented was going to be PG. Mm-hmm. They this went is, for a PG rating. This is one of the most brutal movies of all time. I I, what a dumbass. I, you know what? I'm going off IMDb, uh-huh. what I read on right, there. I guess that's true. So, you know, somebody could have been, you know, the same people that are writing the synopsis. Uh-huh. Is, is uh, you know weird stuff, but there was also a part, and I, I watched this movie twice because mm-hmm. I wanted to to see it. Um, there was also a part at the end where they cut Sally's finger <laughs> and stick it in the grandpa's mouth. Yeah, that was actually they really cut it. What the knife did not have the squirty blood, and so they actually cut it. So I, when I watched it the second time, I had read about that, and mm-hmm. if you look at it, they take a couple of slices at it to get her thumb, but it, it, I'm pretty sure they actually really did cut her thumb. I don't know if oh, it was really her. Sick. I don't know if it was really her. I wonder if that dude drank her blood. But it was. Oh, that's it, gross. They really cut her finger to get the blood. That was one. That was a disturbing scene where she wakes up from you know being knocked out, tied to this chair, you know, and they, she's sitting around a dinner table with the most effed up family, you know. I don't know. Gosh, I don't know. The uh, when she wakes up, starts screaming, and they all like mock her. Yeah. Screaming. I every time I watch this movie, I laugh at that yeah. part because it's like, "Are you've got to be kidding me? No, no. You guys are screwed up." Man. Now, what at the beginning there were the bodies. I thought the the most I was set in the tone when I watched this movie the first time when they were taking the pictures of the right the, mm-hmm. the bodies and stuff. And so I was thinking the rest of the movie is going to be like that, which it really wasn't too bloody, but. What were those bodies that they were talking about? Were, were those supposed to be someone's bodies? or I, I I don't know. I can't remember if they were talking about it. I, I doubt it was just these teenagers' okay. bodies. I think okay. it, I mean, because obviously with all of the artwork that they've been doing, that this, you know, that they weren't the first. Okay. You know, that so maybe been, it was just kind of a random thing to set the tone, not really having to do with this specific movie. Right. Well, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Possibly. I'm actually surprised you didn't like this as much. I don't. Yeah, like I said, you know. kind of bummed. Well, it's one of those things where it, it all depends on what I've watched before. Yeah. And, you know, I should have watched this one first, which I had, I had watched it, but I've, I'd watched Mom and Dad, and that really just threw me off. I mean, oh. I was just disturbed. i got to see that show, man. Yeah, Jeez. it was so disturbing. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, yeah, I would give this a uh, – I'm going to be crucified for this, but <laughs> I, I would give this a red box. I'd give it a bone saw. I freaking love this movie. Yeah. Uh, do you know this was almost called head cheese? Yeah. How gross. I know. Especially since I didn't know what head cheese was in, until the hitchhiker, I was watching the hitchhiker, was explaining what head cheese is. Yeah. It was That's gross. gross. That is sick. That's so gross. So, um, do you know, there's a haunted house here in Salt Lake where it used to be. It actually closed down. It's called the Rocky Point Haunted House. A couple of years ago, well, maybe more like five, six years ago, we went to there. We went to it with, uh, you know, a couple of friends and my brothers and stuff like that. We went there, and lo and behold, there was uh, Gunnar Hansen signing autographs at the end. You got Really? I was, I was so stoked to get his autograph because I, I had barely seen it for the first time, you know, maybe a year before that. And I, was, and I loved it, and I was stoked. He was charging sixty bucks for it. Oh jeez! I didn't get one. Yeah. Not because I mean you know sixty bucks is a lot of money, but I was just thinking, no man is worth that. That's Am right. I a dumbass? No. <laughs> well, you know how's he supposed to make money? They get him out here as an attraction to come see the thing. How's he going to get paid? They should be paying him money for bringing so many people into the haunted house. 
Oh, I didn't know. I didn't even know he's going to be there. We just happened to show up. I don't know. I, anyway, yeah. Regardless, of whatever. Well, I, I learned uh, a few things. Let's hear him. Uh, the first thing I learned is that grown men do raspberries oh. for a lot of the time during the show. For like, like way too long. Yeah. The dude oh, in the gosh. wheelchair <laughs> gets pissed and lost. And oh my gosh, throws a fit. Yeah. The other thing is, don't ever just walk into someone's house uninvited. No shit. And what goes right along with that is, I need to figure out where I can get a Leatherface home security system. <laughs> you know, I've heard that those are actually really effective, but sometimes they turn on their masters. Really? I <laughs> looked on eBay. I guess I probably need one with a warranty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, the other thing I learned is that Franklin loves his flashlight. I can't believe they spent that much Franken time fighting. Franklin loves his... F- oh, 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 They spent right. that much time fighting about, give me the flashlight. and. Yeah. Anyways. You know, Franklin was a hard lovely woman, but the thing is, that kind of goes into the real, the the real part of it because I yeah. don't know, be, no actor freaking acts like that. I've never seen that kind of a performance before or since. Well, and the Hitchhiker him. was really good. That, that he was, was mess. You know what's up. so funny is is a couple of man, maybe six months ago, I was watching. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it was twenty uh, some odd years. Maybe, maybe it came out in two thousand four, and it was thirty years looking back on. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre had all the people that were in it, and uh, you know they were interviewed and whatnot. And uh, the hitchhiker, that guy, was totally normal. Yeah. And I was like, "What?" Well, not only that, but I was doing a six degrees trying uh-huh. to figure out who to go through. Yeah. And I looked him up. He has been like a staple on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the whole time. Oh, really? Yeah, like all sorts of TV Power Ranger episodes. He's been in a bunch of kids shows. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Bizarre. <laughs> How do you get into the first one? Because uh, your resume... You probably threatened to take a picture of somebody, charge him, and then cut him or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways. Uh. <clears throat> so six degrees on this. Uh, Bill Vale uh, it was in Poltergeist with Craig T. Nelson. Uh, Poltergeist was another film directed yeah. by Toby Hooper. Right, How about okay, that? Yep. So he was in there with Craig T. Nelson, who was in Wag the Dog with Robert De Niro, who was in Copland with Harvey Keitel, who is in Finding Graceland with Bridget Fonda, who is in Army of Darkness with Bruce yep. Campbell. All right. Wraps it all up there. Man, so so how did how did it feel? Was it painful? You mean the cherry? Oh, no, oh, I, I didn't gosh. like that at all. You know, no. In fact, I'm going to go watch more of these movies. You know, I, I overall, these were really good. Like I said, I'm, I got... I'm real, I got to say, I'm really bummed that you didn't like Texas Chainsaw Massacre more. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm really <laughs> bummed because I I really like that movie. Yeah, Ugh, it's just it's just it's, you know gritty it's what, and gross and you know part of it is the mood I was in and then part of it was it's been set up to be this horrific horrific show and unfortunately and, true. and unfortunately I had watched another movie that was so horrific that it sucked my soul out <laughs> and then I watched this and I'm like you know well plus in 1974 you know you know what I take that back there were a lot. Of really freaky movies that came out back then. Maybe not, maybe in 1974, but I mean in the 70s overall. And, uh, you know, uh, like with some of these cannibal, I think some of more of the cannibal movies came out in late 70s, early 80s. But, uh, I mean, this, it was disturbing. I don't don't know how it really, I I, I can't really say how it rates among its peers as far Mm -hmm. as disturbing goes. But, you know, looking back at this, it also, it was a throwback. Well, it wasn't a throwback since this was one of the kind of the exploitation type of movies back mm-hmm. in the day. Gritty, low budget, you know, but awesome shows. So I loved it. Yeah, and I know I'll be on the minor- on the minority on this. And, you know, there'll probably be a time where I may change my mind on it. But, it, you know, it, you know that's, that's what I got. <laughs> 
And the emails commence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I say something every single week to people like, you are a dumbass. <laughs> Which is fine. That's, like I said, uh, honesty is the best policy. Except for when it comes to Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> um, oh, just one last note. McPierce. I'm going to put a link up on the, on the site. McPierce uh, sent in a, uh, um, a video. It's called... The Texas Chainsaw Manic- Manicure. Oh, jeez. And so look for that up on the show notes. Go to cadaverlab.com. We're, get, we're getting more stuff on there all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Before I forget, gosh dang, I can't believe I forgot this. Um, everybody go out and pick up the spring special episode of Heavy Metal Magazine. Our uh, friend of the show, Sean Gabarin from Angry Gnome Comics, he actually had a story published in it. Awesome. Yeah, that is really, Congratulations, really cool. Sean. That, that, is, that, that is, is awesome. great. Go to the, there are links all, uh, all on the front page right now. And uh, Actually, I went down on Wednesday. He said it was coming out Wednesday. Oh, I mean Tuesday, which was yesterday. And uh, I asked about it, and they said it wasn't coming until, well, at the Barnes & Noble I went to, it wasn't, they weren't going to have it until today, so maybe I should run down there and get mm. it. It's my work-from-home day, which means... Uh, uh, watch movies and podcast. So nice. uh, haven't left the house yet today. <laughs> nice. Guess what I got? What? I got the Watchmen. The, the graphic, the graphic novel. novel. Cool. Yep. So I, I started reading that. Is it how are you liking it so far? It's it's pretty interesting. You, you definitely have to train yourself differently to read a graphic novel. You know, I noticed that because I've been. I actually bought the first three Buffy omnibuses, and uh-huh. it's it's very different yeah you know in uh because you have to take time to look at the pictures yep you know and that was the hardest thing because yeah. i was just reading me too just but you don't right get it like right. and then i'm like oh yeah i do see that guy's scar holy crap there's blood all over where that guy splattered on the uh-huh. on the cement so it's good that's good oh you know i i'm actually surprised it uh, no i guess not surprised but i just i can't believe it took me this long to really kind of get into some of those because these buffy ones everyone knows and has been giving a shit about how much well at least i like buffy and I, sam's I like being Buffy. Of course I do. Jeez. Well, and so I'm just saying that, uh, you know, now that there's a whole other outlet that I haven't, that, it, you know, I've, I've been a Buffy fan for this long, and there's a whole, whole other set of stories in it. In, uh, you, know, you, know what, you know what I never understood until now? You know the movie Buffy the Vampire Slayer with uh, uh, that, that girl? Damn it. What's her name? The, the one with. Uh, I can't remember what her name is. Holy shit. What's, I just know that. What's that 90210 Dylan. Dylan? Yeah. Dylan's in it as Pike. And right. And it's that. I don't know. Anyway, that movie is actually goes right along with what happened in the series. That's like a precursor to that. Well, yeah, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Oh, I knew that. I didn't even know there was a movie for a freaking long time. Oh, yeah, I, I watched it, and it kind of sucked. I, mean, I, I saw like, that movie great. right when it came out. Oh, really? Yeah, and so I knew when, when this started up, and now that we're getting into this huge thing about Buffy, but she talked about burning down the school and all that stuff. You know, I never that got ha- that. That all happened in the movie. But I read <laughs> about it in the first Omnibus. So I'm like, because oh. I, I saw it a few years ago. I still never made the connection. But uh, So basically, I, I read through that. I'm like, this is that movie. I never made that connection. It's hard for me to kind of think of that as Buffy, though, because yeah, it's, um, it's completely different people. I, f- I forgot that the main girl's name and everything. Yeah, who cares? She's she's no she's real not Sarah Buffy. Michelle. Yeah, well. All right, so I guess that we've rambled on, I think, after all the... people. As soon as we start talking about that, people turn it off. <laughs> uh, so no one's still listening. No. So we can say things like, kiss my ass and stuff. <laughs> no, just LMBs. <laughs> LMBs, people. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so is there anything else you want to mention? Not today. So this is Mike coming to you a little bit later on in the week. 
we completely spaced to put a, a spot for a death scene, so we'll actually put it at the end of this episode. Also, I just wanted to have everybody email us at feedback at cadaverlab.com or call the voicemail at 206-339-2730. 206-339-2730. I think you've done, we've done enough mentioning for one day. Waka waka. (laughs) All right, so from the Cadaver Lab Podcast, we will see you later. later.